together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Good morning. Come on. Okay, let's get started. Today is National Milk Chocolate Day. It's National Milk Chocolate Day. Ah, uh, yes. Another chocolate day. Delicious combination of solid chocolate and milk. At least it's limited to one of the better kinds of chocolate. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate is great. Milk chocolate. Milk in your mouth. Happy National Milk Chocolate Day. Showtime. Everything's running smoothly. And this right here, it's your KC Mo. What's the word? Kansas City. A happy Thursday to the KC Morning Hoes. On the show today, I'm very excited to welcome for the first time some new friends joining us on your KC Morning Show. Laura with Casual Animal Brewing Company and Meg with Stockyards Brewing Company. They, with a bunch of friends, a bunch of craft beer homies, they are bringing to us this Sunday the Show Up for Reproductive Rights Rally happening at Lemonade Park, 2 to 8 p.m. All the Proceeds going towards the Missouri Abortion Fund. I am hosting this thing. Very honored. So excited. Some amazing bands that are playing. We're going to get into all of that during this interview. Headlined by the Black Creatures. I mean, let's go. And don't forget, all of this is really the pre-party for what is the main event, Election Day, August 2nd. If you're on the Kansas side, you got a chance to represent and stand up for reproductive rights. You are first up. Vote no on August 2nd. And then make sure you fill out the rest of that ballot as well. On the Missouri side, same thing. Go vote. What's your voting plan? Do you have a voting plan? Can you take some folks with you? August 2nd, let's go. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you. I appreciate you. Nomination still open for the Pitch Awards. The best ofs for 2022. I'm selfish. I am. I would like to win that again. I would like for us to win that because this is our show. We are all updating our bios to three-time best local podcast. And still three-time best local podcast but you got to get nominated first look at me what am i doing you got to get on the ballot first folks let's get on that ballot baby back in your feeds tomorrow i think that's all i got a good day to be a kansas city and always always because you kansas city my name's hartzel we'll see you in the morning bye greetings hartzel search the force and a tremor i have felt it was you Your ego just busted a planet. The KC Morning Show. For the first time on your KC Morning Show, we're joined by Laura with Casual Animal Brewing Company and Meg with Stockyards Brewing Company. Together with the help of Voltaire and Lemonade Park, they're bringing us Stand Up for Reproductive Rights. That rally this Sunday at Lemonade Park. Music, beer, purpose from 2 until 8, benefiting the Missouri Abortion Fun, a day of coalition building and changing the world and standing up for reproductive rights because abortion care is health care. Health care is a god human right. Now I'm just preaching. Lara, Meg, thank you for being here. We woke up that morning on that Friday when we learned that we got our rights taken away. What was going through your mind? What were going through y'all's minds? 
a lot. <laughs> this is Meg. I think for me, it was it was almost a denial. <laughs> nah, this this can't be real. This can't be real. Even though we knew that the you know documents had been leaked, we we knew that things were leading this way for a while. And I know Laura, you felt the sense of shock too. We we were just living our lives that Friday, going to work, just letting it percolate a little bit, I guess. And I know Laura, for you later in the day, standing amongst your staff, who many of which are are female thinking about okay what what does this actually mean <laughs> what can we actually do about this yeah very much felt the same way <laughs> we listen to morning news and we drive our kids to daycare and uh, i just remember looking at kyle and i'm like you've got to be kidding like i think i just even though it had been linked i still was holding out hope that <laughs> that it wasn't real yeah then we got into work and we're trying to go about our day but it just kept really bothering me and then our staff started showing up and they were just so deflated and you know you're trying to be the support and you know say things are going to be okay but then I don't even know what if what that means for these young women either yeah it was one of those days and moments where I felt compelled to action I knew with multiple conversations I've had with Meg, she and Craig are our neighbors actually, so we get together quite frequently <laughs> and we've, yeah, we've just shared uh, similar thoughts. And so they were some of the first people that we reached out to and I'm like, we've got, we've got to figure this out. We've got to do something and I don't know what it is, but let's put our heads together and make it happen. And so we just started, you know, getting together and, and brainstorming and it's just kind of turned into what it is. And even the name show up actually Meg and I were sitting around their dining room table and <laughs> for hours trying to think about something that would really sum up what we're trying to achieve with the event. It's something beautiful that came out of it too because the unfortunate reality is is that we are both committed to the understanding that this is an event that we're going to have to repeat either again this year or again next year and the year after that until until we see the social change that that makes it right again. I, I want to come back to that too because it's one thing for a group of friends who sit at the living room table and say how we can scheme to coalition build and change the world mm -hmm. together. But it's another thing when even if you are both friends, when you've got two technically competing businesses that are going to do a thing together, you know, that's really something that, you know, we don't do a whole lot of. I want to come back to that. But first, I want to talk about the conversations that you all have been having at the breweries and at work. This issue affects all of us. I think, you know, we all lost a human right that day you know yep. and so i guess that's that's my question is how did you all allow that space to be a place that we could workshop some of this sh on my side i also work full-time outside at the brewery and i think for me there was this i was really unsettled by the silence around this like there, there wasn't a lot being said from leadership it was mostly in personal circles and my own social feed and literally people in my neighborhood and cousins and things like that that we were actually talking about what does this mean for us i didn't live in the pre-low world and so having this feel like okay we really are turning back the clock on on our rights that way 50 years having those conversations with Laura and kyle and my husband greg and i and just being able to to like feel out loud <laughs> what this means. I just knew that for me and for the people closest to us and thinking about our staff and thinking about colleagues of mine who have been directly impacted by having access to healthcare that is life-saving, we needed to do something. And again, you start where you are and with what you have. And for us, we have beer, we have bands, we have connections to a community that wants to make moves too. 
all of that's spot on with how we were feeling, but I distinctly remember the conversation we had together, Meg, too, and we were talking with, with our respective husbands as a group, <laughs> and, and, and we just said, you know what, this is your time. Like, this is your time. You feel the same way that we do. This is your yeah. time to stand up. And, and when we developed this concept from the get-go, I said, I refuse for it to be a, a women's march mentality where only women show up. That is not what this is, because this affects both genders. You know, everyone in in society and in multiple ways, and it's definitely time for men to not just take responsibility, but when you feel like-minded on these issues, to also speak up, to show up, to show solidarity for these things that you feel strongly about. Because if we don't, and we don't form the masses and the majority in this way, then, yeah, this is this is how we got to where we are. <laughs> so right. we want to start creating that change together. And that's what's really, uh, I think, started some of this as well. Finding those outlets to feel. You know, you might be angry. You might be scared. We want you to leave hopeful. We're showing up on Sunday, but we're also highlighting folks who have been showing up since day one. The Missouri Abortion Fund, that's where these proceeds are going. Can you talk a little bit about some of the work that they do? Yeah, so actually, the Missouri Abortion Fund is only one of about 90 within a national network, and they're all nonprofits. They do a variety of things. They differ in what they do, so you kind of have to look up for what your specific state's abortion fund is, is doing at that time, but it can range anywhere from fully funding, paying for women who need an abortion and want an abortion. It can also stretch into, you know, more of like a, a childcare situation, so paying for a transportation to get the medical help they're seeking, but also to cover child care in order to get the procedure done, recovery, and, and things like that as well. And so it's some, some really great work. And there, there's a number of other organizations that contribute to this as well. But I think that we felt strongly about putting all of our proceeds initially into the Missouri Abortion Fund because they have been around. And one of the things when we started paying more attention that I thought was great about their messaging, they actually sent out, and I encourage everybody to follow them, it's at Mo Abortion Fund on Instagram. They actually put out a social media toolkit for people who feel like-minded and feel affected by this ruling. And I thought that was really important because their mentality was to make sure that people were using the right language when they were talking about it, to not use scare tactics, to not use messaging that was inaccurate. And I think that's really important in this in this sphere because part of it is about education, right? And making sure that people understand their rights, understand their access to care at this point in time and what this actually means so that we can create the change that we, we want to see. And so they're doing some, some really great work. I will say in our communications with them as well, we hope to have one of their representatives on site on Sunday, but regardless, we'll have some additional information for people uh, seeking that as well. They are a, a volunteer board and then they have one full-time employee for the entire fund. So, you know, talk about a stretch and, and they do this great work of helping these women find care and then helping them pay for it as well when they don't have the means to do so. So let's break down some of the festival feel as we show up for Reproductive Rights this Sunday at Lemonade Park. Deadbeat, Kimmet and Kadesh from the Fantastics, Monta at Odds, Enrique from Making Movies. This lineup, y'all, this lineup bumps. Yeah, oh my gosh, we've just found such great partners in uh, these local bands. I will say that Deadbeat is the assistant brewer at Stockyards. His daughter has a band and they're fantastic. <laughs> and so we're really excited for them to actually kick off the show. 
as a group of young people that definitely care about this issue as well. Grand Marquee is always a great time. Uh, just big live brass. Kemet and Kadesh from the Fantastics, they're going to put on a great show as well. We've got Monta at Odds. We have Enrique Chief of Making Movies. And then uh, we're going to cap it all off with a great show with the Black Creatures. And I have to mention that all of these folks are donating their set. They are truly showing up because they care about the issue and they want to show the community a good time, but also that this is a topic that they care about deeply as well, which is so cool. Hartzell, as you mentioned, it is a ticketed event, which I, I think is a little bit different than some of these other events that have been running in the city. But the way I liken it is you can send in your own $25 donation to the Missouri Abortion Fund or whoever you'd like to support on this cause, or you could buy a $25 ticket, 100% of which goes to the Missouri Abortion Fund. And you could come this Sunday and listen to some great music, have some local craft beer, and kind of mingle with some, you know, like-minded folks and get some cool raffle prizes. Your $25 ticket donation gives you two drink raffle tickets. So that's going to be kind of our, our show-up bucks, as Micah calls it. Uh, <laughs> so you can you can either use them to submit for a raffle option, or you can get a, a drink or some food with your two tokens that you get with your tickets. And then there'll be other raffle tickets for sale on site as well for additional beverages or food. I, I do want to circle back to that that question I, I posed to you a little bit earlier. To be able to to go to your industry, folks, so you would think, you know, again, on, on paper, it might look like you all are competitors. But in this situation, we are co-champions and we're fighting for the same thing. And that struggle is us. The through line is people. Explain the importance of that. I don't know. There's a lot of things that you experience when you're similar business owners. There's things that you understand in a way that other people experience the city differently. And so being able to being able to, I think, connect on that, you know, competitors or not, it's really a situation where, hey, we enjoy craft beer. Hey, we enjoy investing in the economic development and in the community engagement in our respective parts of the city which by the way aren't that far apart but they're distinct we're down in the west bottoms they're in the crossroads and just helping people experience experience the city that way and show up in ways that we care for our city and give people opportunities to do it with us you you don't have to move mountains to be able to show up for causes that really matter and to be able to make an impact. And for us, we were able to show up by pulling together the things that we have access to. <laughs> and people, people that are interested in these causes too, but giving people the opportunity to to do the same and in a way that is fun. Like it's it's a big topic and like Laura said, it's not gonna be quote unquote resolved quickly. That just doesn't happen clearly. But it gives us a way to to start and it gives us a way to sustainably show up for causes that are really, really important like this one. And I think, you know, just to add on to that too, it's it's about the collective we in the community as well. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the other local craft breweries that are participating by donating yes. beer to the event this Sunday. Hartzell, to answer your question in a, in a different way, the Kansas City beer community is a little strange in the most beautiful way because we really are all friends. We want each other to succeed because that means that the craft beer community in Kansas City is going to succeed. So you will see us sharing grain 
yeast, you know, many people give us a call and be like, hey, I'm short on this. Can you cover me until my supply comes in? And sometimes we talk about issues in the brew house with equipment and troubleshoot together. These are things that are happening all the time, every day in the Kansas City beer community. And then when you get social issues involved in here too, and, and we reached out to our friends, as Meg said, we, we were using the the assets that we know and, and have a strong background, and that's beer. So as soon as we decided we were going to do something, really our first turn was, okay, well, who else wants to help us with the beer aspect? <laughs> so we, we reached out to our friends, and now we've got, including Casual Animal and Stockyards, we have 13 KC Metro breweries that are participating by donating kegs to the cause. So it's almost going to be like a beer festival as well as a live music show this Sunday. So it's going to be really fun. And I think it's just great to see a business community like this show up <laughs> and and really make a stand for what they believe in and want to participate in the community that they're serving. I think that's just huge. And, and it makes me feel so wonderful about being a part of the beer culture here in Kansas City and continuing to see it grow, which has been really cool. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for this event this Sunday. Again, we're going to show up for Reproductive Rights. Thank you all for having me. I'm I'm so pumped to be hosting this thing. Two to eight at Lemonade Park. Again, thanks to Casual Animals, to Stockyard Brewing Company, to Voltaire, to Lemonade Park. One more time, my friends, where can folks go to get these tickets? Yeah, easiest way, go to LemonadeParkKC.com. Click on their events tickets and look up for the show up event on July 31st. Music, beer, and a purpose. That sounds like conditions are ideal. My final question, is it a good day to be a Kansas Cityan? I ask it every single show, even on days when uh, it's harder to see the light. I still think it's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan because of the people of Kansas City. But what say you, Laura and Meg? Oh, it's a great day. <laughs> it is a great day to be a Kansas Cityan. If it's, you know, not a 100 degree heat index, I'd say it's a great day too. <laughs> Could you dream of a day when all insecurities would end? So no egocentric assholes could run or win the race again. Yeah, all profiteersmen banish, no more poisoning the land.
You're listening to the KC Morning Show.